0: Welcome to the Interesting Health and Safety Podcast. Making health and safety as important as everything else we do in business. Hi there. Welcome to the Interesting Health and Safety Podcast. Today I'm joined by Max Merritt. Max uh, has just started a window cleaning company in Lincolnshire. And uh, we just have a chat about um, about starting his business, um, about about some of the risks and hazards associated with window cleaning, and the things to to look out for. Um, Max has gone into this totally, uh, you know, totally green. Uh, he hasn't run a window cleaning business before. It's right at the start of the COVID uh, COVID crisis, and um, it just makes uh, for me it just makes some interesting uh, interesting listening. Um, I'll speak to you again at the end.
1: Yeah. So. Um- my name's Max Merritt, and I am, i wouldn't say I am an apprentice, apprentice at the moment, but I've started a podcast called The Apprentice Window Cleaner. Um, and the reason I've done that is I've just started a business in an uh, industry that I don't know much about and I haven't had much experience in. Um, but right, right before the uh, outbreak of COVID, I handed in my notice for my job and... Uh, decided to become a window cleaner. So (laughs) Uh, I started off as an apprentice 15 years ago, actually in the gym industry. Um, I've worked in the corporate world for 15 years. I've always run small businesses on the side. um, But when they've grown, I've never had the um, time to kind of keep them growing and take the step over the line to go fully self-employed or or start a company on my own. I've always had that safety net of um, a wage coming in every, every month. So now... I'm trying to learn as much as I can, as fast as I can, speak to as many experts like yourself um, to kind of grow grow my business during the middle of a, a lockdown, a pandemic where you can't go and probably carry out your business in a normal way, um, which I find actually a really good positive challenge because you're probably going to be focusing on other things that you wouldn't. Um, showing some diversity and overcoming that at the beginning would hopefully make life a lot easier when um,
2: we're allowed to go outside. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, that's that's where I am. A little bit about myself.
2: Okay. And just um, you know, if, um, just just for I suppose for the benefit of your listeners, um, Max, my name's my name's Colin Nottage. I um, yeah. I run a health and safety consultancy. Um, based uh, we're based in in uh, near Stamford in Lincolnshire, but uh, work uh, work all over the uh, all over the country. Um, and I've got the interest in health and safety podcast. We've been going for um, we've been going for nearly a year now. Just coming up for our, our first anniversary, we're about to put well, out our hundredth episode, which uh, which I'm really I'm really really proud of. And um, you know, and, and I think you know, it'd be great just to have a bit of a chat today about about your business. We'll chat. We'll chat if it's okay. A little bit about the sort of the health and safety side. Um,
1: yeah, uh, definitely. Window
2: cleaning. Um, and maybe if you if you haven't done it before, then um, we can you know we can <laughs> give you a few things to think about. I think, but um. But so you, so you've um you've got a little along on the way I believe as well. So you've really uh you've really sort yes, of, uh, dived in at the deep end, mate.
1: Yeah. So handed in my notice, um, really because my last my last role was up and down the country as a national role. Um, some weeks, you know, mm-hmm. I was coming home at the weekend, being away a week, coming home at the weekend, absolutely shattered, and um, and I want to I want to be a, a bit of a hands-on dad having a daughter in two months so I want to be there um, as much as I can and um, like I said went on a, on a social event with um, two window cleaners and they kind of sold the lifestyle to me and I came back from that social event so it was che- it was Cheltenham for, for two days I came back I handed him my notice instantly <laughs> so, and then literally the day after lockdown was um, announced and um we were told we can't go outside, so, like I say, um, pivoting a little bit to probably what what I'd, and adapting to what I'd normally do, but um, yeah, health and safety and window cleaning—it's absolutely massive, isn't
2: it? Yeah, I mean, there's there's um there's been a lot of uh, a lot of in uh, industrious solutions, I suppose, to you know, because there's, there's a big part of it, obviously is access, isn't it, and getting them. Um, you know, getting up to the windows, and the more I think, the more the more you can avoid having to the climb, then um, and then the better the better it's going to be. Yeah, but, uh, but it's not always possible, you know. And so it's uh, you know, I suppose it's making it's making the right calls and it's having the having the right equipment and, and being comfortable and being confident um, with with what it is that you're doing. So what's um, I mean, have you have you sort of I mean, what stage are you at then? Have you bought uh, Have you bought some equipment? I mean, are you ready to go or are you uh, are you still yeah, so. I've got all my equipment
1: now, um, I've uh, got a garage set up, so a water filtration system in my garage and then also there's a tank in my uh, van. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of health and safety, I mean, I'm aware uh, you're carrying a, a van, so in terms of insurance, um, you need to declare that you, you, you're you using your van for business and if you've made any modifications to the structure of the van. <laughs> um, which i've done i've made made them aware of that um a, f- a kind of formal um health and safety i suppose i've got health and safety <laughs> you i'm hoping you're gonna be able to interject and tell me what i am and, and not doing right or give me oh, some point no, to to but i've done risk assessments myself and i've got health and safety policy my vision is to grow it grow the business and not be the sole person in the um, in the business, so I've do, I've started to get training um, logs um, already ready, so I can record any kind of training uh, that I do. Um, I've got a first aid kit, I've got a fire blanket in my van already, um, and a, and a little extinguisher. Um, I'm trying to just think of all the things that I've done. I'm trying to impress you, and I'm. And, and, and go, oh, oh Max, I don't need to give you any point is you've got it nailed. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> the thing is, I think the thing is though, I mean, you know, what, what, what I love about what you're saying is you're thinking about it. And I think that's the, you know, that's the most that's the most important thing. It's just ah, it's just to think about the things that you uh, that you want to do. I mean there might be there might be some chemicals that you uh, that you're using. So um, you know, you just need to be need to think that uh, you know, are they hazardous to health? You know, so do I need to do any cosh work, any cost assessments? Um I don't know is there any is there any electrical tools that you're using? you, you, know, have you got any- Um yeah, so
1: there is. So we use which which has probably the had the biggest effect on I think um window related accidents is we use water fed poles. Yeah. Um so we extend it and we can stand on the ground. So yeah. ideally we don't need to go up a ladder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and that is that's pumps from a battery yeah. in your van. Uh, okay. That-
2: okay. So, you know so just, or, you know, just making sure that that's electrically safe because i mean you know water and electric don't mix particularly well yeah. you know so you just want to make sure that they, that you've got that uh, that kind of stuff that kind of stuff covered you say you um you say you've got risk assessments in place i think one of the one of the things that sometimes people um just overlook a little bit is that okay we've got that we've got that document um and and it's about the environment that you're working in, you know so if you're you know if you're doing window cleaning at the front of a property and there's a road you know i mean my my property where we live we are right on the pavement we've got no front garden at all we're right on the pavement we've got a massive beautiful back garden and nothing yeah. like so if anybody wanted to do anything on the front of the house then they've they've got a they've got to stand on the pavement you know and there's always the risk of them stepping back you know and there's a lot of traffic that's going uh, that's going that's going along behind you so it's so it's about just being aware of your environment aware of your surroundings. So one of those things, you know. because my advice to you is, is, is don't just don't just do it and then and then park it and then say, right, I've done health and safety. It's just something yeah, yeah. you yeah. want to be thinking about That's all the time. Day, yeah. Day. Yeah, just you know, just considering. You know, when you set up at a job, right? What you know, what have I got? You know, what, what's going on? You you know, I suppose some of the stuff that you're going to be uh, you're going to be faced with is the uh, is the is, the, is the, the barking dog in the in the back garden. You know, that might be a big. Yeah, bugger. Yeah. You know, so it's you know, there might be kids. There might be kids that are um that are in the house and. So you just got to think about your interaction with that. You know, you don't, you know, you'd hate to leave a gate open and the, the owner's child runs out into the road. You know what I mean? You, you just, you know, that just destroy you, you know, yeah. And, yeah. Destroy, and destroy your business. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, but just, it's just being aware, I think, of what, uh, you know, what it is that you're going into, and, you know, and, you know, just doing, just doing a great job, mate. So,
1: so would you say, on that, that there needs to be a risk assessment for every eventuality so do I need a risk assessment for terraced houses a risk assessment for working in an open farm on a barn or
2: do you know how I do it right is is the job the job that you're doing is going to be pretty consistent okay so the the, the actual the actual activity of, of, of putting the pole up and you know and uh, going up and down and cleaning the window that's going to be fairly consistent you may you may benefit from having a a simple little a simple little checklist that you have on, on a property by property basis that just asks some really really you know simple questions like the sort of things that we've spoken about and then you just you just consider them at the time and uh, you know but to be totally honest with you you know whether you write it down or not you know I don't I don't I, I, the writing down process it, it becomes important if something goes wrong so that you can yeah, demonstrate yeah. that you've done something but in actual fact the thought process and just thinking about what you're going to do is actually going to stop something going wrong. Yeah, that's more important. You know, so you know just considering what's going on around you is more important than ticking ticking a box. But you know, you sometimes you have to have the box ticking done to 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 demonstrate to the health and safety executive or, or the insurers or whatever it may be.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You
2: know, so I think just get, you know just get, getting comfortable with thinking about what's going on around you you know, because I suppose you're going to be working on your own quite a bit. Yeah, exactly. Like working. Yeah. So, so again, you know, I'd like you, I'd like you to think about your wife. Uh, is your wife or girlfriend? Sorry, are you, are you married? Girlfriend at the moment, but she, 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 every day I get reminded
1: that she should be my wife, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you've got your wife, you've got your, you've got your daughter on the way. Um, I, I want you to think about them. And I want you to think yep. about, about, about how important you are to them. So, um, you know, so when you're going and, and doing your work, you know, working on your own, you know, it's, it's about, it's about not putting yourself into, into awkward and, and difficult situations because if something happens to you, then they're the ones that pick up the pieces. They're, they're the yeah, ones right. that, that have to face the rest of their lives, either without you or with you in a vegetative a state or in a wheelchair or whatever it may be. Yeah. And it's just yeah. not fair, you know, it just isn't fair. It's not fair on you. It's not fair on them. So um, you know, so just think about those sort of things
1: I was, I was trying to get some figures on uh, i mean I'm spe- speaking to window cleaners it's like oh, it's one of the most dangerous most dangerous jobs in the world this is, It's the most accident prone jobs in the world, but I mean it joking aside, it probably is up there quite high with uh, with accidents
2: mm. I would say it could well be i mean um, do you know I, I mean I don't know the stats i don't know the numbers um, um, but uh, yeah, I mean you know you are you know if you if you think about if you think about you know the job and the activities then there is there is an element of uh, there is an element of risk okay um but it doesn't it doesn't mean that it has to be dangerous you know because it you know risk risk um if you control it properly you know we we, we deal with risk on a daily basis we you know we all you know we cross roads we we you know we we, we use we use electrical equipment in the house we, we you know we, we climb up and down Ladders and stairs and all sorts of stuff. um So it doesn't have to be, but it's just about controlling things, you know. There's one of the other things that you, that you know overhead overhead cables and power lines and stuff like that. You know, you just need to be again just aware, you know, because you don't want to. If you're putting up, you, are you going to be working off ladders or are you at all? Um, <laughs> as
1: little as possible, but yeah, I will be.
2: Yeah, so you know, so you know, um you know, there's been a lot of in- injuries in the past with. Um, with people coming into contact with overhead cables, with, with aluminum ladders, that kind of stuff. Um, and also once your ladders up, you know, about getting it secured, you know, and how you, it's quite difficult when you're window cleaning to secure it anywhere. So yeah. again, you know, it's, um, you can get devices on the bottom of the uh, ladder to, to sort of try and foot them, you know, so you're, you know, there's things, there's things you can do. It's just, uh, it's just going and looking at, looking at it a little bit and finding out uh, exactly yeah. what, uh, you know, exactly what the right thing is, you know? Talking um, to other people, you know, talk to the people that have been doing it for a lot of years. Hundred
1: percent, and that's what I am. And, uh, I'm fortunate enough, and it, unlike a lot of other communities, um, I've got three. Like I say, I went on this the so uh, to, to Shelton with two window cleaners. I've got a friend who's a window cleaner, and unlike other communities where they, I would probably be seen as competition, mm-hmm. they're really, really friendly, open, helpful, and. Um, just putting hours of time into helping me out, so I suppose that's why uh, I, again came to the the apprentice win the cleaner podcast um because mm-hmm. i'm I'm just learning but it, it is it's really refreshing to be in an industry where people have got got you back and
2: sharing the knowledge and experience mm-hmm. and um you know and 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 the thing is with it you know you know a lot of um I know a lot of companies that that uh that, that want their buildings cleaned you know not just their not just their windows but the facades and everything yeah. like that. You know there's, there's there's lots of there's lots of opportunity you know just um i mean it's like, it's like anything you know just be just be as good as or better than other people and then you're going to get uh you're going to get opportunities and and you're going to get work aren't you so definitely so what's the idea um you know what's the idea of, of your podcasting so you've got a podcast that you're uh, <laughs> basically just yeah it's so Share the journey, and so
1: it'll hopefully help not just new window cleaners getting into the business of window Mm -hmm. cleaning, but also people who have been in window cleaning for yeah, even not specifically window cleaning, it could be just a cleaning business in general. And speaking to people like yourself who window cleaners might not have had an opportunity to speak to someone who's an expert on health and safety or advises on health and safety and um, so it's just sharing that knowledge that i'm i'm learning along the way really Um mm-hmm. could be someone who's been doing window cleaning for 40 years but i speak to someone who's developed a new bit of technology um and they they get to know about it that way so yeah.
2: I'll, um, kind of, uh, you know i'll i'll definitely um there's a there's a guy called christian harris who runs um runs a, 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 a company called slip safety or something like that for the okay. floor cleaning company. Um, yeah. He's amazingly pivoted his business during COVID, you know, and become a, a decontamination company. And, um, and I had, um, I had Christian on the, on, on my podcast um, uh, about just before Christmas, something like that. Yeah. And was a smashing, is a smashing guy. And I just think, you know, you know, if, if, if you're thinking about sort of cleaning in general, not just window cleaning, he would be a really, really great guy to um, okay. you know to, to, to talk to and have a chat with, and he he's got a podcast as well, you know. Yeah. So you know, so there'll be some um, you know there'll be some some benefit to you guys you guys chatting to each other. So I'll um you know I'll, I'll, later on today I'll, I'll 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 drop him a line and put you guys in touch. Brilliant. You Brilliant. can have a chat and see you know see see where it goes, see where it goes. Share. So um, are you 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 know your podcast then? Are you going to be are you going to be talking about? Um, are you going to be talking about the business side of it as well as the actual the actual physical doing side of it?
1: Everything, yeah. yeah. So from techniques to um, equipment, maintenance, and um, marketing, you yeah. know, health and safety, everything, all, all areas of of it. So I mean, really, it's it's the same as any kind of small business that's starting out, and then. Growing that hopefully into an empire and taking over the world. Exactly. <laughs> <then> window clean.
2: <laughs> what is the um? You know what? What would be the, the 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 epitome of total success then? How would how would it look? What what, what window would you want to clean that means that you've made it?
1: <laughs> well, being from Lincoln, um, I would love to get my Warfed pole on the uh, Lincoln <laughs> Cathedral, the iconic. Uh, have you visited Lincoln? I
2: like, yeah, have, yeah, you- some time ago
1: yeah uh, so yeah. you could probably see this the uh, cathedral from where you are right. um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah the Lincoln Cathedral I'd like to, but ideally, I'm looking to have a team working uh, for me as well so that mm-hmm. kind of leads on to a question I've got for you yeah. i'm i mean probably most soul winded cleaners um are well hopefully pretty aware of that looking after themselves
2: yeah yeah yeah. But
1: when it comes to employing you know if i've got two people out there on the on the roads cleaning windows what other considerations do i need to take
2: okay so the um the you know the law the law actually puts a um a, a sort of a number to, to to when you have to start doing a bit more so, so once you've got five or more people in the business, okay, yeah. then you have to, you have to become a lot more structured, I suppose, in, in how you, uh, in how you record information and documentation and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, so while, while you're less than five, it it doesn't mean you don't do anything, you know? So so again, you know, if, if you're, if you're supplying people with, with vehicles, then you've got to supply them with properly maintained and inspected vehicles. Um, if they are going onto the public highway on your behalf, then you need to be comfortable and sure that they are safe to safe to drive, you know? So, so there'll be some, there'll be some checks around, uh, you know, around that. They've got the driving licenses and that, you know, you, you, aren't driving any unusual vehicles, so they don't need special, uh, special license, no. pretty standard bands. Um, you know, it's putting in, I suppose it's, you know, you know, there'll be some HR stuff that you need to, that you need to think about. So getting the, getting your contracts, right. And and within your contracts, you know, you're going to, you're going to talk about, um, a whole load of stuff, um, that's HR related, but there'll be a health and safety element in there. Nothing is just getting, it's just getting the basics, you know, of your, I suppose your expectations, you know, it's where, where do you want to be as a business from a health and safety perspective um, and and then in, imparting that information over to the uh, over to the uh, to, to the team, and then and then and then working with them to to achieve that. And um, and I think it's you know the, the most successful businesses are the ones that do it collaboratively. You know, so rather than rather than saying I expect you to do this this and this, is sitting down and talking to them and saying right then you know how. How are we going to create a really, really safe and open and trustworthy environment, you know, where we can where we can talk about the hazards and the risks and the and the things that we're going to be doing and, and between us come up with the right solutions. And I think if you've got you know, if you've got an an environment where, you know, where, where people feel comfortable to actually say to you that, the, you know, I feel uncomfortable, then yeah, yeah. then you are in a great place. You know, you're in a really great place there. So you know, so the more the more open, the more honest, more transparent you can make your uh, you can make your business, then then the better. So you know, so take that right from you know from your first employee right away um you know, right way through to your hundredth, you know, and just get just get this environment where people people love working for you because they they feel they feel important, and they feel part of it, you know, and feel that they can make a difference to to the way that they work, you know, then you're going to be then you're going to be successful. But yeah, um, you know, there's some, you know, there's a, once you you get, uh, once you get over five, then, you know, having, you you say you've already got a health and safety policy, well, that's great. But then you need to start to have a little bit more structure to your, to your documentation. So you need to, you need to be able to, to um, uh, uh, demonstrate how you manage chemicals, how you manage manual handling, how you manage um, risk assessment you know isn't i don't think noise would be a particular you know your equipment isn't noisy is it no not particularly no and there's no i mean i, I wouldn't have thought there's any any vibration in the the equipment you know not, um, not,
1: not, not to an excessive amount but something maybe like a a power washer could potentially
2: have mm-hmm. some vibration no, no. But, i mean i would my, my gut feeling okay and it's just a gut feeling my gut feeling is that the, the amount of time that you'll be using this equipment, it'll be so low during the day. Yeah, you know that it's not going to be. Yeah. not, be, yeah. not be a problem. But you know, it's. Uh, I suppose it's always it's always worth being aware of that. And uh, but you know, there's um you know there's a number of simple little things that you can uh, you can just put in put in place a, sim- a simple simple document that, uh, that that's your arrangements and that's the that's the sort of the last part of your health and safety policy. You've got your you've got your statement of intent. Then there's your your duties and responsibilities that's in the middle that says who's who in the business is going to do what. And then your yeah, arrangements yeah. is the bit at the end that says how how you're going to do it, and then you need some records to demonstrate that. So, so again, you you might need a little bit of PAT testing for the uh, for the electrical the electrical equipment that you're using. Um, you'll want ladder inspection records.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: and um, um, you know inspection records for your vehicles, and and something on the chemicals. So it's not it's not particularly it's not particularly complicated or difficult, but you just want to you just want to have your have your ducks in a line but as yeah. you you know as your business grows and as you expand so other risks other hazards other things that you may you may need to consider you know so you know there might there might come a point when you you start to to use powered access because the buildings that you're working on are a little bit bigger and you know yeah. once you once you go down that route then potentially you've got um uh, people in harnesses, um, working out of out of mobile elevated work platforms and things like that, and and once you start getting that, then there's more training that's involved, yeah. and you have to think about emergency rescue, and so you know, so it, it sort of it grows and it expands, but you know, um, the other thing you need to do is when you get um when you get over five people having access to competent advice becomes good, Definitely, um, yeah. you know, and so, you know, so it's, um, you know, it's, it's either you do that internally yourself, you know, you train yourself up so that you're comfortable with it uh, or you come to companies like ourselves and uh, you know, we, we provide that sort of support. Um, also one thing I'd say is, is, is there a trade association of window cleaners?
1: There, I don't know if it's a trade association, but there is a federation of um, window cleaners. Yeah.
2: Okay, well, I would say join it if you haven't, okay? Um, <laughs> because my, my experience, these, these federations, trade associations, have access to lots of information, you know? And so there's a, there's a load of stuff that you'll get. When, when I say free, there might be a membership charge, but that membership charge yeah. is probably 80 quid a year or something like that. It gives you access to a whole load of stuff, Yeah, you know? So really, really look at that,
1: you know? Yeah, I think even to be a member, you've got to provide your training policy, your risk assessments, your okay. self safety checklist, your health and safety policy. Yeah, everything you've, you I think that you would need okay. to to actually uh, be compliant in. Right. Okay.
2: they You have to pr- produce that to be a member. Okay, so so my advice to you then, okay, is um, if you if you downloaded their membership uh, application form. And then, and then, even if you become a member or not, yeah, ticket off. Answer the question. Yeah. You're probably going to be in pretty good shape. <laughs> you know, if I'm honest, that
1: is what I've done. I just haven't, <laughs> I haven't, uh, seems pretty tight of me not to do it and pay the membership yet. But um, I suppose that is something that I will do in, in good time. And yeah, yeah. um, one, one question I've got so, as a business owner, a small business, or, or just a business owner, and yeah, you know, you've got somebody working for you, and you get a call uh, to say, "I've fallen off a ladder, um, I've broken my leg." What does that look like? What does that scenario look like for the
2: business owner? What
1: are they, what's going to happen next?
2: Uh, <coughs> let's 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 actually let's actually not not think about you doing with. okay? Let's think about the, the injured person. Yeah. Um, so, the, so the most important thing is 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 to get them to get them dealt with, get them. Get the you know get the emergency services there or whatever it may be you know and get them get them help to get them supported and once you've uh, you know once once that has, has happened then we can start to talk about about how it um you know how it how it impacts on you yeah so, so you know if if they've um if they've broken a leg or if the injury results in them having a certain amount of time off of work then you do need to to report it to the to the health and safety executive. There's a piece of legislation called RIDDOR. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's if it's over, it's over seven days, Um, or if, as a result of their accident, they have to spend more than 24 hours in hospital, or if they break a bone. Um, what's interesting, you, you can break a finger and you don't report it, but you break your wrist and you do. So, um, but there's a there's a big table. Okay. That, uh, there's a table that explains that. So there's a, there's a reporting there's a reporting of it. And that's um, that's going to generate a couple of things. Um, it's either going to generate absolutely nothing um, that you need to do, or it's going to it's going to involve the, the health and safety executive coming out and doing a doing a visit and coming out and having a look at what you yeah. what you do. I think um, you know you're insured, okay? So so getting in, that's something we haven't spoken about, but making sure you've got the right the right insurance cover for your business and for the activities that you're doing. Yeah, I'd always say give your insurers a ring. Okay, so that'd be that'd be right at the top um, because. Insurers, if you think about it, right? Insurers are dealing with this sort of stuff all the time, you know, day in, day out. Yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do. So, so they are going to be able to, to give you some really great advice. If you've got uh, a health and safety advisor or somebody like that, give them a call. Because again, you know, that's that's you know how we work with our clients. We're retained. We're there if something happens. Pick up the phone. We're there to give okay. them advice and support. But I think also it's um you know you say how does it impact on you? Well, I think if if you haven't um, if you haven't provided the right equipment, if you haven't uh, considered the risks in the right way, um, if you haven't trained up the people properly, then you're going to be sitting in a pretty uncomfortable position. Um, if you if you have got those things in place, a the incident probably won't happen in the first place, which is the most important. Yeah. But if it does happen, then it starts to give you, you know, because because at the end of the day, you know, accidents happen because because people make mistakes you know, and, um, you know, and so, and so, um, you know, that there's, there's always there's you know, it's, it's probably better to think, well, what, when it happens rather than if it's going to happen, you know, this is going to happen at some point. So let's make sure that we've got our, that we've got our stuff in place, that we're doing the right thing. Um, you know, and that's will hopefully minimize the chance of it happening. But if it does, then you, 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 you know, you're in better place. You're in, you're in better shape. So you know, so good training records you want to have, um, good risk assessments, um, um, uh, good good inspection of equipment. Um, if you've got that stuff in place, then you're you're going to be you know you're going to be okay. Now, ultimately, you know what the health and safety executive do if they're looking to if they're looking to prosecute, then um, you know then they're looking they're looking for negligence. They're looking for where where have you you know ignored or, or failed to do things the right way and and if you you know and if they turn up and you've got this i don't i don't give a toss attitude, then they're, they're probably gonna they're probably gonna come down yeah. so, so you know working with them you know and i always say you know it's it's not for you you know they're there to investigate they're there to find out um it's not for you to um to offer all the information out but it's definitely there to ask the, que- the questions that they ask uh, in the right way and then what you've also got is you've got the, you know, potentially then you've got the civil side. I think so. You know, once the the criminal side has been has been dealt with, then the civil case comes along. And this is where the injured party may well look to 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 claim against you, yourself. And I think that's why it's so important to get the insurance company involved right at the start because they are yeah, like, make them aware. They're they the people then that are going to be de- defending that civil side, of or or dealing with it as uh, you know, however however they're going to deal with it. So you know, so, you know, get your, get your systems, get your process in regular I mean, regular chats, you know, I mean, I don't know if you, um, you know what stage you at then with respect to, to taking somebody on? Is that, uh, is that, so it is a little
1: bit of a way off. Yeah. I've got to uh, build my own business up first, but then,
2: yeah. So so I think, you know, some kind of, um, you might want to have some kind of morning briefing, you know, you, you're definitely, it's, it's very, very easy to lose touch with the people that you're employed if you're busy as well. You know, yeah. so if you've got, you know, you know, if you've got to go off to, I don't know, you, you're going up to, off to Hull to do a job and you've got, um, you, you know, you've got your, your guy that's going down to, to Bourne or somewhere like that to do a job, then you, you may not, you know, you may not see each other. So, yeah. um, you know, so regular contact, you know, keeping in contact with people really important, you know, especially in the kind of work that you're doing, you know, so just just make that you know, without obviously you, you don't want to be on the phone to them every five minutes, but just make regular contact. You know, you want to be a couple of times a day at least you're going to be talking to the people and, uh, you know, you seeing how they get on, you know, and see what's going yeah. on. Yeah. So okay. that's probably what i say on that. Brilliant. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so going back to the, um, you know, going back to the business side of, uh, of this again, then so, so you, you um, uh, On your podcast, then, are you going to be are you going to be sort of trying to help other businesses who want to start out? Is that is that part of part of your aspiration? Yeah, I
1: suppose selfishly. Well, it's not really selfishly, but I'm 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 growing my own business as well. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's not. I wouldn't say it's selfish, but I'm trying to connect with people who can help my grow grow my own business. But then you know, if it's recorded on a podcast or like this, it's actually going to help other people as well. If they can listen and uh, take some of the the hints, the tips, the advice from the actual experts, um, mm-hmm. will help great people's business.
2: So again, I think, you know, what, what could be really good there then is, 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 is not just, um, confining that to, to other window cleaning companies then, but, but other companies that have, that have employees that are going out to multiple sites. So, so the sort of things I'm thinking about is, is people like, uh, Electrical companies, carpentry companies—you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Where they've got yeah. lots of, you know, lots of people going to lots of different jobs to do work. You know, you, I'd I'll, I'll be looking to get those, you know, successful ones of, of those. You know, chatting to those kind of people. And I think within yeah. the, um, you know, we we've met through the uh, through the disruptive uh, entrepreneur community. There will yeah. be there will be loads there will be loads of people like that, just because it's a big it's a big um, a property, uh, you know, sort of community. Yeah, so there'll yeah. Be, there'll be loads of people and and really, you know, there'll be there'll be lots of people that uh hopefully have got windows and e cleaning in that community. And need some
1: pretty long poles if I'm uh going <laughs> <laughs> going throughout the whole of England.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. That's right. So I mean I suppose, you know, as you grow as well, I mean after this this franchise, you could franchise the business, couldn't you? That kind of stuff. you, you know yeah. it's a, is that the sort of thing you're thinking about or not, not yet? You're just going to,
1: um, yeah, it is and it isn't. So I've got to, um, walk before I start to run, I think, and uh, establish my own, um, area and, and geographical location rather than, uh, going straight out. But definitely we've got to think big and, um, yeah, franchising out could be something in the future. Definitely.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh fantastic mate. That's what really, that's really Hopefully good.
1: I have um, ten apprentice window cleaners uh, that I can <laughs> that I can help and build their businesses up and work together with.
2: Well, you know, one of the things, you know, one of the one of the aspirations that um, that I've got with the health and safety podcast um, is um, is is working with a, with another podcaster and our aim is to is to basically improve the health and safety community professional community yeah yeah. we we want to we want to up people's knowledge and understanding and approach to health and safety right across you know right right across the world if we can you know but um you know and that's by that's by giving you know hopefully good simple straightforward advice skills techniques that kind of stuff are based based around the health and safety discipline if you can introduce something similar to the uh to the window cleaning community then then that's you know good luck do you know how many window cleaners there are? Yeah, there? Are, there, are, there, are there many out there? I mean, you know, is, it, is it a big, a big sector. I don't know anything about it, really.
1: Yeah, there just seem to be quite. Uh, yeah, there is a, there is a lot. I wouldn't say it's. Um, um, yeah, to be honest, I do think it's pretty, pretty big. Oh, he's still there.
2: Yeah, no, no. So we, I think the connections have gone a little bit funny, but uh, that's Lincolnshire, mate. No.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, I am in the capital of Lincolnshire,
2: yeah. Is Lincoln.
1: <laughs> capital. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty big. I mean, I don't know, it's one of them things as well. And I don't know if you if you have the same, you know, when you get a new car, you start, all of a sudden see everybody with the same car
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: and yeah. Um, I feel like <clears throat> since I've gone into winter cleaning, I see a window cleaning van every five minutes or I see a window cleaner every five minutes, which I've never noticed before. So, um, yeah, it is something that's, yeah, I think it, it's quite a big business and so maybe a lot of people start it and fail. Like, a, like,
2: um, you know, what, ha- have you, have you thought about your sort of things like your pricing model then? How you are going to do it? How you are going to get the repeat business? Are you, are you trying to get people to, you know, to sign up to some kind of,
1: uh, yeah, definitely. Like, so the way, yeah, the way I'm doing it is going through um, a bit of technology called Go Cardless, where customers yep. sign up to a direct debit, and then I, um, after I have cleaned their windows, I, I just process that direct debit for it to come out of their bank account. Obviously, right. it's pre-agreed. Um, they get a notice. The customer gets a notice. Um, it, it, it's it's managed by Go Cardless as well. So if they want a refund, they they just get it. Yeah. Um, and then it's obviously up to me to go and try and uh, rectify whatever issue there was yeah. Um so that's kind of recurring monthly as well which yeah. I think is quite a stable it gives you the stability of knowing what's coming out next month unless they cancel yeah. um, I've <clears throat> invested in a card um, reader as well so I, there's gonna be people who won't want to go online Um who hate technology or aren't competent with um, technology we don't want to go to get carless and sell for direct so they could have a pay and buy card obviously trying to keep well keeping it totally contactless during um, the lockdown and covid nineteen
2: come in really handy. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. I think you know getting that um, you know getting that that repeat that repeat business model. Is, is the thing that you want to uh you know you want to you want to get in so it's really great to hear that you know and uh, and not carrying yeah. cash you know if you're not carrying cash then you're not uh, you're not at risk of uh of yeah. being, being done over so you know so that's uh yeah uh, that's important as well
1: so i mean with i've made a point in my marketing to say we're a contactless window cleaning um, company at the moment yeah. we keep to the two this two meter rule mm-hmm. um I haven't got anyone else in the cab, although I did read a bit of legislation last night that says, off the direct.gov website, um, that I think van, um,
2: you are allowed to travel in a cab now. Um, yeah, I I'm just, was, I know. windows open or something like that. I don't know. It was all I read. I read something about it. I have read something on one of the construction uh, uh, pages as well. You know about. Um, You know, I think ideally, though, I mean, I don't see any reason for you to have anybody in to begin with, is there,
1: you know? Yeah, I I won't at the moment, so it doesn't really apply to me. Um, But, yeah, uh, I don't think I've got any more questions, unless there's anything else that you want to go over at this stage. Maybe in six months' time we can pick up again and I can go, oh, I've had 10 people fall off a ladder and uh, um, I've fallen through a few windows. Can you give me some more advice?
2: (laughs) I'll be, I'll be, no, that Won't be the case, mate. And uh, um, you know, if that has happened, you'll probably be out of business for um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you some. Know, so then make sure it doesn't happen. I think make sure. I've got one question: about How how can people get hold of you? So if um if we've got some listeners that are in the uh, that are in the Lincolnshire area that want want their windows the windows wind uh, wind doing, how they're going to get hold of you?
1: Yeah, so that's just through um my my website links windowcleaning.co.uk or they could email me at hello at linkswindowcleaning.co.uk. Um, in terms of the podcast, it's The Apprentice Window Cleaner, and it's all on all of the, the major platforms. And what about yourself? Because I'm sure there some of my listeners, hopefully, that have thought, yeah, I need to uh, speak to Colin about
2: health and safety. Okay, well, thanks a lot, Max. Um, yeah, my um, you know my website is um, influentialmg.com. Thank um, com. <coughs> The podcast is the interesting health and safety podcast. Um, I think I think again we've got a hello at um dot com email adre- address, um, and uh, you know we are we're just outside of uh, just outside of Stanford. So if you put in health and safety Stanford into the search engine, ho- hopefully we'll be uh, we'll be on the on the page somewhere. So um, but, yeah, um, you know, re- hey, look, it's been it's been really lovely to talk to you. And, um, you know, and, and I wish you all the best, not just with the, uh, not just with the business, but also with the, uh, with your daughter coming into this world. Thank that's you. Gonna, that's going to be a really amazing, uh,
1: I might uh, need to do a risk assessment on that as well, to be honest. Uh, I have no idea what I'm
2: doing. So. <laughs> I, think you're probably, I think you're probably a little bit late. I think the control measure should have been a little bit earlier, but, um, <laughs> you, um I, I think one thing I will say is, uh, is you'll be all right for, you'll be all right for sort of six to eight months. I don't think they, uh, I don't think they do a lot to begin with, but once uh, once they get mobile, mate, then uh, then you're going to have your work cut it out. That's happening. <laughs> yeah. Don't send them up a ladder just yet. Uh, hey, well,
1: yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure we've uh, just scratched the surface today in terms of health and safety, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of questions and I'll have in, in six months' time. So if you want to do it again, it'll be great.
2: Yeah, well, what I'll do, you know, I'll, I'll send you over ideas, buddy. And, oh, just drop me a line. You know, if you've got any questions, if there's anything you're unsure about, and just send us, uh, just send us, uh, you know, just ask us, you know, that's what we're, you know, as we're here for mate. And, um, you know, it's, if there's anything we can do to help you, then, then you know, that's what we're, uh, you know, that's what we're about. But uh, I wish you all the best.
0: Max, thank you so much for, uh, for having a chat with us. Um, it was just really fascinating. Um, you are so passionate about what you want to do. And I know that you're going to be a success. Um, hopefully, you know, you, you know, we've given you a, a little bit of an insight into into some of the things to, to think about, and um, and for me, you know, if you, as you grow your team and you make it bigger you know, make sure that you stay in touch with your team, I think, and make sure that, uh, you know, you're giving your people plenty of opportunity to talk and chat about the job, about the activities that they're doing. You know, the, the, it's easy to do the cost stuff, it's easy to do the uh, inspections of the of the ladders and that thing, you know, if you're using ladders and the access equipment. But, you know, the things that are gonna be really successful is just engaging, you know, talking to the people, getting them to have a real understanding of, uh, of, of what you, Feel is important from a from a health and safety perspective, from a business perspective in general, um, but also you know um, you know just it, it just makes for a nicer place of work if you've got people that are that are engaged. So hey, I really wish you all the best, and uh, look forward to chatting to you in uh, you know in six or twelve months' time, and just see how successful you've been. And hey, good luck with things.